Hey, it's Dr. Craig here, episode 196 of the podcast, and I hope you're well wherever you are. Some of you might know that um, about over a year ago now, since it was first published, is the 100x Journal. Uh, That's a a journal that my friend, uh, Dr. Michael Nuttell and myself put together we put it together, uh, Mike was a psychologist, and, and we put it together because both of us loved journaling and we used to gift journals to clients and to friends and all that. And we never found one that was exactly perfect for what we uh, wanted. And there are so many good journals out there, there's no doubt about that. And both of us had purchased a lot of those. So we set about writing a journal or creating a journal that was really right for us and some of the things that we wanted to have. (sighs) A couple of those things were, I always found many journals were from January 1 to December 31. And if I missed a couple of days, I missed a couple of pages of that book and I started to see those empty pages and, and feel negative about that. I also found that there was not enough freedom in what I wanted to write because sometimes I like to draw things and, and do different things. And um, we all have different ways of being creative and how we want to use a journal. So that's what we set about doing. Why it's called the 100X, like I always talk about 100X in respect to being 100% excellent all the time. <laughs> we can't always be that. Uh, also to, you know, look at things and think, ah, oh, that could be a hundred times better. It's just a thing that I, I talk about a lot. Um, but what we did was made the journal a hundred days. So we thought if you could journal one out of every three days or a little bit more than that, uh, or less than that, uh, it would be great. We also didn't date the pages. So I'm in one now and I'm using the journal and I'm up to um, uh, probably uh, probably about a third of the way through this. So I have an opportunity to write the date in and we also broke it into 10 parts, 10 different areas of 10-day blocks. So you can pick it up anytime. You might have missed a few days but you haven't missed any pages. And there's a combination of prompts at the top of the page and there's some quotes at the top of the page. There's also a ruled page on one side where you can write and then a blank page on the other. So you can have so much flexibility and I find what I do is sometimes I might only write five or six lines so I actually don't go on to the next page to date that. I I date it on the same page. Um, It's also got the deathbed scorecard index which I created and I talk a lot about that, about, you know, where do you want to be when you die? And the idea of a scorecard, that, you know, where you're going to judge yourself on certain things. And at the start of the book, we, uh, the journal, we go through that and to work out, well, what is on your deathbed scorecard? But each day, mark yourself against that if you are into tracking. Look, I'm looking at mine and I don't often have to do that. Uh, It is part of my mindset, but I don't have to write that. But there's that flexibility. It's just so much flexibility in this journal. So I think it's a really good one. If you want to get it, you can. Uh, You can just go to drcraigduncan.com.au and you can purchase it there. But I'm not... This podcast isn't about me selling a journal. It's about... um, 
what I wanted to speak about today was gratitude. And it just happened that I'm into the gratitude section. So yeah, the gratitude section of the journal. And there's a great quote from Cicero that we start the gratitude part of the journal with. And gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all virtues or parent of all others. Now, gratitude gets popularity. People go, being grateful, I'm grateful for this. And that, that is great. And I talk about practicing gratitude every day. And there is actually a journal called the Gratitude Journal, and it's, and it's fantastic. And that's where I first picked up every day writing three things that you're grateful for. But sometimes you can just get into that and, and not really appreciate it. As, as much as you do, um, because we all are grateful for our family. But are we? You know, are you really grateful? Do you look at your child and, and think, oh my goodness, how grateful am I for this child or your partner or your friends? And I find sometimes, and the Stoics do this very well, and they talk about the premeditation of evils. And what that is, is about imagining that you didn't have this person. Like it's pretty hard to do and I've never been able to do it. But the Stoics talked about when you went to kiss your children goodnight. That you contemplate that they won't make it to the next day. And then when you see them in the next day, how grateful would you be? Okay, that might sound a bit serious, but really, I get a little bit disturbed when I hear parents talking about how painful their children can be sometimes. I've been very fortunate with my children. I never, ever, ever thought that. I'm not judging, but, and I know these people love their children dearly, but they're obviously not really reflecting on what they're saying. I put up a social media post today talking about this and it just sort of came because I hate elevators. I completely hate them. If you've ever traveled with me in an elevator, you know that all I do is watch the numbers go up and I am so grateful when those doors open. I get into the elevator and I imagine that they don't open and how am I going to cope? I look around the elevator and think, okay, how would I cope? What would I do? Using meditation techniques, I imagine those doors not opening. So every time I'm in an elevator and the doors open, the gratitude that goes through me is incredible. Now, you might think that's, that's crazy. You might think, oh, that's so simple. But just having that gratitude in me, like today, I've been up and down an elevator a few times and it's opened. So I'm just filled with gratitude because I'm not stuck right now in the elevator. I'm in a foreign country. What would that be like? I imagine going through those processes and knowing that I would have to wait an extensive time. So when those doors open, I'm so grateful. So what are you grateful for? And sometimes we've got to do these things to really appreciate gratitude. There's another one and I, I'm reluctant to sort of tell you because you might be listening to this as you drive along, but it's something you can practice and do not practice this if you're driving. But it's one and we can do it right now. <clears throat> if I close my eyes, I really close my eyes. 
And then I open them and I look around and see what I can see. And then I close my eyes again. And I'm doing this now. And if you are in a safe space, you can. And imagine your eyes are stuck. They're stuck together. And you can't open them. And you can never, ever open them again. And what you have now is all you'll ever have in what you can see. All you can see is what you can see now. How does that feel? To do this properly, you have to imagine. Like try and open them, but keep them stuck. You can't. That's what you have. And give yourself a little time to reflect on this. And now open. And be grateful that you can see. And what you can see. And appreciate the movement and the different colors. And that you can actually see things. Because how long since you've been grateful for sight? So don't let a day go by without being grateful for these things that we take so much for granted. And start with the people closest to you. Because one day they might not be there. And you want to have no regrets. Live in the moment, appreciate what you have, be grateful for what you have, because there is so much that we need to be grateful for. You can never be angry and grateful at the same time. If you're having a hard time, if you're finding you're just in a rut, really focus and push the gratitude, push it hard and pass it on to others. Practice gratitude on a daily basis. Not going through the motions, but really be grateful for what you have. And I'm sure you'll be able to go and make the world a better place by being more grateful, your world a better place, and more importantly, a better place in the world for others. Because that's what we're here for, isn't it? To really leave the world better than when we came. Anyway, just some thoughts from today. I hope you have an amazing day. And as always, I'll speak again soon. Hey, it's Dr. Craig here, episode 197 of the podcast. I'm sitting still in Doha, Qatar, and just about on my way to a game with the team I'm presently working with, which is the United Arab Emirates. And we are playing Mauritana today, a, a country from Africa. So we'll see how we go. Um, as always, you can never know for sure how things are going to work out. You can't control that. You can't control the uncontrollables. But you can prepare well. You can dot all the I's and cross the T's. And, and then the preparation 
is what the focus is. And that's how I always see my work. It's all about the preparation. That's what I can control. The outcome will take care of itself. But I can't get too focused on that outcome because if I do that, I'll miss any things I have to do in part of my work. The other thing is I can't control how others work. So I've just got to focus on my role in this position at this time. Anyway, that's what I'll be doing doing soon for the rest of, rest of this day. But what I was writing about today was, and something that I write about often, is have I made the most of today? And did I make the most of yesterday? Because yesterday's gone. It's not coming back. And even the last hour, did I make the most of that hour? Because our days are numbered. They are limited. We need to be grateful for every day. And yes, I say this a lot and... You know, my concept of the deathbed scorecard, identifying where you want to be on those last moments of your life. What have you wanted to achieve? The relationships that you've had, whatever it is, it's going to be important for you as you contemplate your life. Don't wait till then. Do that on a daily basis. So at some stage, sit down and identify the key things that you want to do with your life? What is going to make you comfortable when you take your last breath? There is nothing worse than regret. And I think often we live a life of regret because we're moving at such a pace that we miss out on the important things. That's why gratitude is such a power, to be grateful for these moments. Like how many of you have thought, oh, the weather isn't very good. Now, if it was your last day, would you be thinking that? Would you be focusing on the weather? Or would you th be thinking more, okay, the weather's not very good. People can't go outside. I've got time to spend with other people or the people that are important to me. We just had this period of different parts of the world going into lockdown. Yeah, I, I suppose no one really likes being controlled. But one of the great things I found about it was the more time you get to slow down and to spend with those that you love. So you embrace that time rather than so many people getting so anxious and angry about things. And where did that get you? How would you be if you didn't have any more time and you'd spent that last period of time being so angry? I'm not saying don't stand up for what you believe in. I think that is very important. However, not at the expense of valuable time. There's always a trade-off in life.
my hope for everybody is that they can live a fulfilled life and truly embrace the concept that we have limited days so you can embrace every day of your life. You know, we just take too much for granted, and I'll continue saying it. I say it to myself. Have you made the most of today? Did you really stop and have a conversation and listen to people? Did you look at those you love or hear their voice or see a photo of them and appreciate them? I don't know. We just live our life like we've got endless days and then we're going to come to a screeching halt unprepared. And that's going to be much more painful than the actual process of death. So let's live our life embracing every day, going to sleep each night, comfortable, that if we wake up and we're not (laughs) where we think we will be, or we don't wake up, that we're comfortable how we left the world. That's the ultimate aim. And it's got to start somewhere. And yes, you might be listening to this in your 20 or your 30 or your 40, and you've got many more years to live, as statistics would suggest. So you might think, no, you'll just let that go. But I'll ask you this, how quickly does time go? I'm 54 now. I can clearly remember when I was 20. So that's 34 years ago. Add 34 years that have gone like a blink, and I'm 88 So we think we have time, but no, you've got to start somewhere. And the earlier you do, embracing life and being grateful for life, the better you are going to be. So if you are 20, embrace every moment. Embrace those people around you. Be grateful for what you have. And if you are 30, 40, doesn't matter where you're at, let's start today. Anyway, as always, I hope you are great. And I hope you really appreciate all the wonderful things that you do have in your life and the lessons that you can learn from the difficult things. And as always, just go and make the world a better place.